Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of Multiple Voices. My Multiple Voices podcast, true to its name, includes different series. For example, we have the Voices of Love, where we discuss relationships, the voice of empowerment, the voice of laughter and play, the voice of pleasure, and the magical voice of archetypes and how they change the way we live. But we also have the voice of memory that includes everything from history to discussions of past life regression. There's also writing voices where we interview both seasoned writers and authors who have just started getting their feet wet with writing and we learn what can work for you as potential writers. Our series called Voice of the Spirit discusses different forms of spirituality and religion. And then Channeling Voices is a series that covers what happens when you channel, but is also extended to mediumship. Take a moment to review this podcast if you've enjoyed listening, and leave a hearty five stars. I'd appreciate it. Enjoy your listening. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me again, and I'm with a guest. A guest. Her name is Michelle Henderson. Michelle is talking to us from Texas. You can I am not sure if you'll be able to see that from the her accent, but say hello to our audience, Michelle. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on your fabulous program. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Let me first introduce you properly so people understand who this person is. Okay, so uh, Michelle um, Henderson has always been in education, um, teaching. She was an educational diagnostic diagnostician, a behavior analyst for 30 years. Um, and she did work with autistic children. She wrote a book um, concerning her experience there and techniques, technology that she could use. Um, she also opened a learning center, um, a nonprofit organization, teaching children social skills through drama techniques. And then there was a shift. Um, we find, well, she tells us that she, after retiring from education, and I know what that means. I've been in education so long. And when you leave it, you just feel like a renewed person, you know. <laughs> and um, she started, uh, she became an ordained ministry. She obtained her, her ordained ministry from the Universal Life Church Ministries in 2019. Now, in 2021, Michelle became a certified spiritual advisor, and we'll lead with that. We'll start talking about that immediately. And she earned um, psychic and medium certificates through uh, the International School of Linda Williams, the International School of Spiritual Development. And she'll be able to give us some more information about that as well. And with the knowledge that she obtained through her work with children, she has again tried enhancing the psychic abilities of children as well. But I don't want to jump the gain. The, 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 I don't want to jump the gun here. Um, she has published a book. I'll ask her that, and then uh, we can talk about her, how to get in touch with her. So, Michelle, there's so much here on the fire, uh, on the front burner, not even on the back burner. But maybe <laughs> you can talk about this uh, certification that you received from Lisa Williams and what that um, 
looks like, this, this International School of Spiritual Development? Right, right. It was an awesome experience, just to let you know, first off. Um, during COVID, yeah. uh, Lisa Williams offered this program, uh, Certified Spiritual Advisor, and for nine months, we met once a week as a group, and there were 32 people who started. A lot of and, people. Um, there are different phases that you have to go through. Yeah. And, you know, for example, homework. For example, for example, what kind of phases? Okay, so like the first one would be getting to know yourself and your spiritual gifts. You know, okay. what kind of clarity you have. Uh -huh. And then the, the second one is, okay, start doing readings. What, what do psychic or mediumship readings have it involved? What, what kind of things do you need to do to make it very successful? Uh, do, do, excuse me, um, Michelle, were these readings done among you, among the participants? Yes. Okay. yes, yes, yes. And then later on, yes, then we get to do other people's readings, you know, mm -hmm. that are not in the group. So right. yes, you're right. We would practice this uh, together. And then the homework would be you had to find three other people uh -huh. uh, to do the same type of exercises that we talk about. So okay. then you have to go out and, and uh, Lisa Williams actually has a Facebook page where mm -hmm. people can go in and find other psychic mediums to practice with. Okay. So that's so, interesting. So that's, There's a network, right? That's yes, good. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, as you know, if you keep doing the same practice on the same people, it just kind of, kind of becomes repeti repetitious. Yeah. And so, yes. And so after the program, after the nine month program, the COVID restrictions were no longer, I mean, not as intense as they have yes. been. So everybody yes. flew to New York to Lisa Williams. Wow. And some were on web, you know, on a Zoom call as well. But we had a four-day program that we finished it. We got to see each other. We did more exercises. And then we had to practice during one, the last day on the public. And so we had to pass three different people saying, yes, she was accurate. She was right on. Um, she needs to be certified in this area. Uh -huh. <laughs> so that's where you get certified mm -hmm. uh, is to make sure that you are able to connect with spirit and have a good rating. Okay, now, that doesn't now, mean that, you know, you can't do it. It just means right. that if you don't pass, you're just not at that point yet to be yes. certified. Let, let me ask you this, uh, Michelle, while you were going through this training process was there any moment when you felt ah i can't do it no <laughs> i can't do it i'm not sure if what i'm feeling i mean what am i saying to this person almost every Doubt. other day ah, okay <laughs> i mean you do you question yourself and anytime right before reading it's like okay what if i don't connect you know you always have that fear but that's, again, you've got to be vulnerable. you got to have faith and know that spirit is there for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we call it the uh, Chinese uh, water torture. When you don't when you don't get anything and you start panicking and that's yeah. where your ego gets in the way. And yes. it's like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, the Chinese water torture are drops on the head slow and regular until you go crazy. Yes. Yes, yes. And then mm -hmm. when you hear a no from the person, like, oh, no, it doesn't make sense. Then you question yourself again. Yeah. But there's always a reason for those no's. 
Yeah. I mean, it makes it the reading so much more powerful when you come back well, and go, and now, ah. Let me understand a little better about the no. What happens? You mean the person says no or the spirit says no? No, when the person says no. Like, they yeah. go, oh, that does not make any sense. You know, yeah. you give them some evidence of what these, what their loved one told them, or even if you're doing a psychic reading and they go, yeah. that is not me. Yeah. You learn how to go back in and get a stronger connection yeah. with spirit. I and see. then that's when you go in and you look at the evidence because the evidence, it's all an interpretation. So yeah. if I interpret what a loved one wants me to say, and it's a little bit different, I may need to word it differently. Then yeah. the person that I'm reading for go, oh, that makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot to do with language there. It is. Uh, and Absolutely. you use the key word interpreting. Um, yes. For example, the questions that I get often is, ah, but this actor was a Hindi actor. He didn't know English. Why is he coming through in language and in the English language through you, you know? And so right. I've, right. I, <laughs> I've said it over and over and over, <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, the Tower of Babel didn't exist. When, it doesn't exist in the spirit world, you know? Oh, no, uh, not right. at all. Not at all. And when I tell people, it's like a conversation that I have with a loved one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we have this conversation. And as a, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me get through my voice. <laughs> okay. So whenever, so whenever I'm talking to, you know, spirit sometimes, and I always tell them whatever's being told to you, it's for you and you alone. Yes. Because this is something that you may need in your spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of times they're going, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. I've had, I've had that several, you know, like an ex-husband comes through. I don't want to talk to him. And right, was, right. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please don't let me talk to him. <laughs> okay. Now let's take it another step forward. So uh, you ended the your training, you ended the program when exactly? Oh, actually, it was in uh, just this last, la uh, 2020. Okay. Uh, 21, I'm sorry, 2021 in September. Okay, so uh, so let's say months ago, right? Yes. So yes. we're saying, you know, five, six, uh, uh, five months. It's not February, is it yet? <laughs> I know, I, I know. Time okay, so now... What did you do with that? Because a lot of people uh, tell me, don't stop. As soon as you finish a process, a development, a learning process, or learning certain skills, practice it right away. Do it any way right. you want. How did it work for you? It. Um, I continued. Um, what I I would sign up for psychic fairs and definitely practice during psychic fairs. All right. Now but tell I, the tell the audience what psychic fairs are. Okay. They, so, they, so yeah. Okay. So a psychic fair is actually. Um, and I love how they say fair. You know, it, it's people getting together. You have different booths. You have people selling crystals, selling cards. It's all holistic. A holistic fair and then you have your readers and a lot of times there'll be six readers waiting you know waiting for you to come sit down at their table and i always tell people you go to someone who you are drawn to 
Right. And so, and it's so funny because I get educators all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, anyway, so then they'll sit down and I'll either do a psychic reading or a mediumship reading with them. Mm-hmm. All right, um, now wait a minute, wait a minute now. So they're two different, of course, they're so different. Right. Uh, tell us the difference between the two. And I love you asked me that because I get that all the time when they sit at the table. They don't know what they need. Yeah. So what a psychic reading is, it's not as high energy that I have to tap into. So a psychic reading is soul to soul. So I get into your aura. And I can even do this uh, while you're on the computer, you know, mm-hmm. Zoom. I don't have to have you present. But anyway, so I'm tapping because energy is energy. So I'm tapping into your energy and it's all the reading is mainly about you. And so first I find out where I'm being pulled to and what area of life that you need to talk about. It may be medical. It may be relationship. It might be finance, uh, just a career, anything in your life that comes to now, if I if after I get all this information, sometimes I'll bring out my oracle cards and do a force connection. So I'll say, what well, did how you mean? Else Excuse you me. To know about what us? do you mean uh-huh. a forced connection? A forced connection is okay. I want to get more specific. I want to get more um, more information for the reader in front of me, so uh-huh. that they they can help them mm-hmm. in their life and their pathway. And so I look at the card. Oracle cards usually have different pictures. And whatever I'm drawn to, that's what I need to talk about. Not the meaning behind the card, because a lot of times there's an affirmation with the Oracle card. Mm -hmm. I don't really look at that. I look at what's in the picture. Mm -hmm. And then I pull that into the rating. Uh So if there's an airplane on the card and this Mm -hmm. person really needs a vacation, you know, for (laughs) to get healthy, I'll say, ah, you need to take a break. You need to go on a vacation. Doesn't mean you have to get an airplane, but you need to travel and get healthy. Get Mm -hmm. it. Take your give yourself a break. Mm-hmm. So it's all about them. And a lot, and I write everything down for them so that they can take what I said to them with them. Because when mean? they are it, hearing all this mean? information. Michelle, uh-huh. how, I mean, while the person is seated in front of you, you take mm-hmm. notes? I do. Uh-huh. I do. And I draw pictures and symbols if I need to. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. So I do. And, and let me tell you, another reason why I do that is it because it opens myself up more whenever right. you know how people doodle mm-hmm. it's yeah, basically yeah. the same way sure because i'm hearing it and i'm writing it down mm-hmm. almost like automatic yeah. writing yeah yeah everybody does it differently just i know, to let you know. It's similar <laughs> and, and you brought up automatic writing and, and that is generally the the process that many people use now if Absolutely. i if we were going to play a game michelle right we're sitting here there's a fair you're sitting at your table i'm wandering around i'm curious i i've had other people read for me i uh, i've never been to a fair you know and and friends of mine said oh well go and see you'll have fun right so right. i go and i'm drawn to you now i sit in front of you and I said, and you tell me your name is Michelle. And I said, oh, oh my, my name is Claudia. Um, you know, I, I didn't have any reason really to come today, but there must be a reason if I came, right? Um, what do you sense? Is there something that you're picking up? Would, what, would you, what would you then do? Oh, then I would say, well, you are here for a reason, my dear, to mm-hmm. get any type of message. And then I'd say, 
why don't we dive into this first? Okay. What are you searching for? Do you need to talk to a loved one, do mediumship, or do you need to do psychic reading? Where no mediumship, I, you know, connect no. With you? No mediumship, and, no. Yeah, and that's exactly, and if they, and I do have a lot of people go, no, I think I want to, yeah, do psychic reading, but right. I always explain the difference. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes I'll show them on paper what it looks like. Yeah. And if they're still not sure, about a psychic or a mediumship reading, then I always start with a psychic first. Psychic reading, right. And, and right. then as I said, you know, your loved ones, they're probably going to help me anyway, and they may crash the party. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. So, it, yes. And so then I go ahead and I always ask permission to. Do I have permission to connect with your soul? Mm -hmm. Even though that they're sitting there, that opens them up even more mm -hmm. when you get that permission. Mm -hmm. They're kind of because yeah. they're always so nervous when they sit in front of me. It's like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> and those of you who don't have the benefit of video, um, she's such a mild-mannered woman looking. She looks like an angel, to tell you the truth. Oh, you know, a oh, very calm, beautiful woman, someone anyone would trust. <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh, yeah, but, but they are, you know, and sometimes they don't look nervous, but I can feel it. You feel and the so energy, of course. Sometimes I'll have to walk through just a, a little bit of a meditation Let's mm -hmm. close our eyes. I want you to breathe heavy, you know, deep breaths for five mm -hmm. seconds. And yeah. then, I mean, then I can feel the energy coming towards me. Mm -hmm. And how That's long like. does it usually last? If I opt for the psychic reading, uh, your experience, in your experience, how long does it usually last? I, for a very good reading that, that they're getting what they need, 30 minutes. Yes. Okay. The 15 minutes, a lot of times they'll go, oh, I just want the fit because, you know, they mm. can't afford anymore. But I always tell them, okay, I'm going to read for 15 minutes. If it goes over, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. We go over. Yeah. Because if... I feel like that spirit, because they're still, we're doing that exchange still. Yeah. They're still paying yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. But I always say, okay, but, you know, that tells me they can't afford a 30 yeah. minute rating. Yeah, yeah. But I also, thought, hey, if it goes over, it goes over. Yeah, I've I've come to just just a few days ago, I removed I, I started out with 15 minutes, 15 half hour, 45 and up until 90 minutes. And then I said, No, I these 15 minute readings, it just doesn't, it doesn't no. work. And no. four days ago, I removed the, the 30 minute reading as well. So I'll just start yeah. with the 45 because you feel that you come away with some form of satisfaction you've given a complete picture um Absolutely. and it's it's much more relevant mm -hmm. so now let's um you there's um you do share i know that you share your your um ideas with other light workers um giving them direction about how to deal with their intuitive children so let's say that people come to you have a website and, and it's your name right it's uh yes yeah michellehendersonmedium.com right yes. michellehendersonmedium.com and uh, that people can find you also on facebook youtube and instagram with the same name michelle henderson medium yes. okay yes all right now um people come to know you and you know of course that things happen very very much um by word of mouth and um, 
and you, I, I, you, I'm in family, and I see that my family members, a few of my family members, are experiencing real fright in relation to occurring events that reoccur regularly. Sounds, visions, uh, things like this, movement that they perceive. Um, and since the person is so fearful and doesn't want to come to you, I give you a call, I, I you know, knock on your door, we, we um, communicate in some way, and I'll say to you, is there any way that if this person doesn't want to come to you, what can I do? Or is there some, something I can suggest to this person for them, if you offer it, uh, a way to develop these skills? What right. would you answer? And you know, that that's a, you know, very good question. I mean, that's a great question. And professionally, it would be difficult for me to do that because I don't know the whole picture. You know, I would really want to talk to the parents. Yes. So I would, I would really tell her, you know, talk to the parents and see if I can just have a consultation with them. Okay. Now you, and maybe right. even have her with us. Okay. Um, now, now yes. you're talking about children still. So yes. you're always just talking about children. You don't work with adults, do you, about how to enhance their psychic skills? Right, just the, with children, right. Uh-huh. Have you right. ever had requests from adults? Um, I um, actually, I have done coaching before mm -hmm. um, with adults, but yeah. I just, for some reason, my heart is, and my soul is going to, for the kids right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What um, about, but I have done the coaching mm -hmm. before. What about um, people who are listening? Because everyone, and at one point in their life, especially when they're in a period of um, transition, if they're undergoing some hardship or emotional, you know, sensitivity, uh, they start to feel more. What would you say to them in order for uh, them to be able to connect to their higher self more and get information for themselves? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, and I think this is vital. They need to find a mentor uh, mm -hmm. that has been a psychic medium and does the coaching, but mm -hmm. they need to find somebody that they can actually learn from and are drawn to. Okay, so so look, go to everybody's website, mentors' websites, and see which one they are drawn to. Because mm -hmm. yes, it's very vital that you have somebody with you that can walk you through the stages mm -hmm. so that you understand what's going on. And it's not fearful when you do that. Because mm -hmm. during ancient time, I mean, people would have a spiritual advisor, you know, for a whole lifetime if they were in the spiritual field. Mm -hmm. So you always need somebody to talk to and find your peeps. <laughs> so you're oh, not find, alone. Find your what? <laughs> you're what we call the peeps. So What's people that, that ah. you, you surround people that are, are like uh -huh. you. I know right. my Texas accent probably just came out. Like-minded. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so you need to find people that are going through the same experience. When I went through that program with Lisa Williams during COVID, I felt so good about myself because I'm thinking I am not alone. Yeah. I found other people that have experienced the exact thing, same things I have. I know where to go on from here. Yeah. And usually when you start out like that, you 
you keep you make friends that last such a long mm-hmm. time you know they become Absolutely. your sisters or brothers you know um of the people who participated like you in her course did you notice that there was a predominance of males females was it 50 50 definitely females <laughs> we yeah. did we had probably four gentlemen out of 32 Okay. Okay. So about yes. 85% surely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, what about age differences? Were there all uh, ages? Yeah. Most people were over 40. Uh-huh. Now we had a couple of young ladies that were in their twenties, you know, late twenties, but, uh, a lot of people past forties. Okay. And Let's... some even in their sixties. Yeah. Well, uh, why not? I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, come on, they're still alive. <laughs> I know, in spirit, sometimes, you know, you have your spiritual awakening when you're a little bit older and you know you've already raised your kids, you've done life, and now it's all about you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's go back a moment to the children. Um, could you, I, I know it's not... Um, easy to talk about clients that you've had or cases. I like to look at it through the lens of a case because every Mm -hmm. story, every person has their story. And in your book, in your background and practice, they become a case for a certain reason. Um, Is there a a case that is more in in your mind today, quite interesting for some, some reason or other that you remember very clearly? That you don't well, mind let me ex- tell you sharing well, well, with what, us. Oh, yeah. So what? let me tell you about past, past experiences that I've had with children that I worked with in education. Um, and I think that's real important. And I'll tell you about how their parents supported them there. Um, I was working with a child with autism. And he was moderate autistic. And his um, sister had cancer. Mm-hmm. And it really affected him. I mean, it, he was, he had a difficult time showing his emotions and he was sitting at the computer and he started crying and I looked at him and I, I kind of held his hands and I said, your sister's going to be okay. And for that second, we were able to connect soul to soul. I didn't see, you know, any autism there. I just saw a little boy that was in pain. And the parents were so supportive. Um, they were very spiritual. And the dad even had spiritual experiences. And so they backed it up 100%. And they were great with them at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but just with those experiences alone, you know that even children with special needs have spiritual experiences that we need to back up. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these families, they talk to their children, but they don't really listen. If uh-huh. that makes any sense. Yeah, uh, there was a high school lunch. girl that definitely would connect and their parents would kind of shrug it off. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to talk about it so much. And so I was able to talk to her about it. Mm-hmm. And um, but I kept telling the parents, you know, and it really depends on the case by case, what the parents need, because what's important is to kind of meet them halfway. Yeah. Because when you don't know little seeds that you're planting. Yes. Yeah. Let me ask yeah. you, Michelle, um, how, how do you keep yourself intact? There are two questions here. One okay. is what do you do for, for psychic um, hygiene, I call it? And the other question is, um, 
have you had any experiences where um, a strong wind of negative energy comes in for some reason? And how do you deal with that? Okay, so for self-care, and this is so important for people in the business uh, who are being psychic mediums, uh, especially after psychic fairs. So number one thing I do every day um, is I take a salt bath, and that really cleans your energy. If I get worn out, and you can feel it because you're working with so much energy, it does wear you out, and you get headaches from it. So whenever I need to do self-care, I go into my bedroom, I close the door. Some, most of the time I leave the TV off and I just lay there. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I don't listen to anybody. And I, yeah. you know, it, or I go, another thing is I go outside. Um, and you know, when they say hug a tree. Yes. Oh, I, yes, I know that. <laughs> That's you one get of the that best energy things. and yes, just being sure. with nature. Water has always been important in my life. Yes. So being yeah. at the lake, being at a pond really does mm-hmm. it for me. What about um, the negative, then, negative okay, energies? Negative, <laughs> yes. So, oh my goodness. And you do yes, feel negative energy. And I tend to attract narcissistic people into mm. my life. Oh, you how lovely. Opposite, <laughs> opposite of what, you know, uh, of who you are. So what I've really learned is to put up that shield and I can feel that negative energy coming, I put a shield up and I know how to push it back. Yeah. It's almost like having one of those hero, you know, Captain America shields, because I'm <laughs> yeah. into superheroes. Yeah. And, and I feel that and I push it back. Yeah, it's, it's literally you push it away. Yeah. 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 Well, this is excellent. And I'm sure there'll be so many people visiting your website. So we said your website was... Uh, com with the same name, Michelle Medium, uh, Michelle yes. Henderson Medium, Henderson. <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, and Insta- Instagram. Thank you so much. Oh, wait, wait, one thing I forgot. Uh, your book uh, published. Yes. Tell us about that. Oh, my goodness. So, again, this is spirit led. It's one of those things that you know you have to get on the market. So, I started this actually back in March. And I knew exactly what needed to be in it, but it's a, a pretty much a parent training. So any professional that's working with families and children um, who are psychic mediums or, you know, have that intuitiveness, it gives you step by step how to help these families mm-hmm. because there's so much fear that um, we need to educate them. And so it teaches these professionals how to develop a program for this uh-huh. family. Okay, the title. And, Give us the title. Okay, okay. So it's um, it's spiritual nurturing for intuitive children. Okay, spiritual and nurturing. And you can get it at, at Amazon. <laughs> you can get it at Barnes and Nobles. It mm-hmm. is out there now. All right. What about on your website? Is there some? Do you point? people who come to your website to the book where they can purchase it as well. And they can even get a free chapter as well. So if you're not for sure if this book is for you, you can always download. And also if they have questions about after reading the book, I do a discovery call with them. So they can Mm -hmm. email me if they have any questions about the book. And we'll we'll have a conference over Zoom. I like that title, a discovery call. I like that. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, good luck to you. And it's always so wonderful to to meet, uh, you know, 
a person after your own heart and who because we mediums get a bad name I I can't tell you what people have said to me (laughs) and it's you know I used to in the beginning when I opened my YouTube channel I used to cry (laughs) and go away shut down but now you know I I understand that YouTube is you don't know who's on the other side oh right you know I know what I can do I don't know what they can do and just you know click away cancel that's it you know that's right and I like how you and I like how you laughed so you're <laughs> laughing it off now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tell you, you it to. was really, really, I just didn't understand. I took it personally, oh, you know, right. and I right. thought, and they made me doubt myself. And it was so terrible. I used to close the channel for about three months, come back refreshed, and then then it would start up again. And I said, nope, I'm not going through this, you Good know. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Spirit gave you that experience for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had to learn through it. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's interesting because I used to think to myself, boy, these people have nothing else to do. Oh, I know. know? (laughs) And and so (laughs) some people will write to me, why did you ask that question? Because I do it live on my channel. Why did you ask that question? You know, I said, it's not my question. I ask questions from the public. And, you know, spirit guides me to choose those questions in the chat. I don't, I have no stake in this, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. Yes. You know, it's interesting. It's interesting. And, um, or maybe they don't like the spirit when they were alive and they criticize right. me for choosing that. But this was an evil man, you know, when he was alive. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> it's like, I can't control, you know. Yes. <laughs> And maybe he came for a reason for you. You know, you yeah, never know. Yeah. But plus, you know what? I had that. I had that happen one time. Yeah. And this lady brings people to me now. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. That's happened so to me as know. well. Yeah. Yes. And the other thing is that um, I try to make people understand: people, when they are alive, are one thing. And if I'm talking to the spirit, they. Mm-hmm. First of all, I check if it's an earthbound spirit still. If they are in the light, if they're not, I usher them. I go through the ritualistic uh, patterns yeah. and, and programs that I use. So when I talk to them and when I'm interacting with them, they're in another plane. And of course, you know, for example, I had Prince Philip uh, last Saturday. Oh, wow. And <laughs> and uh, he, in, of course, he spoke and I said, you know, this is a person who is otherworldly. He's is a very calm atmosphere. He's re, the the responses to the questions were so long. They were so so long, and it was amusing and not amusing, amazing for me because mm-hmm. uh, right. that had never happened before. And and I said, you know, this is a very calm spirit. This the energy is very calm. It's not mm-hmm. as if it were all knowing, but had this air aura about it that was not proving necessary he didn't feel they had to prove anything to anyone yeah you know and it was and there are a lot of people jumped on that critically and I thought that was funny I I thought that was funny you know (laughs) and I thought (laughs) or or whatever (laughs) right thank you you gotta do what you gotta do you gotta do what you gotta do yeah (laughs) Yeah. and there's always a reason for something uh, for doing it well again thank you and our our paths will cross again bye bye michelle okay thank you so much i appreciate it thank you